Um, yeah, I just, I wanted to practice speaking and I guess, um, presence, there's this charge around my work and career that feels addictive. And I, I go for months where everything feels fine financially and career wise. And I just feel this clear focus on Dhamma practice. And then when I feel afraid about livelihood and career, I get obsessed with my work and I'm an art teacher and I, I get into these art projects where it's, it's like it, the, the energy is so in, intense around creativity and sometimes it, it feels like it's, it's healthy and it's, it's supportive, but I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just piecing that apart. And I guess just speaking about it is, is important. So um, yeah, I feel like I get really off track spiritually and um, yeah, I just think it's important for me to, to say that if you have any reflections to offer, that would be really sweet. Yeah, there are, <laughs> it's a little like Ajahn Pasano's answer. Who are you inviting in? And when the creative process is underway, there's kind of two places to be or two different kinds of um, energies to invite in. And one of them is to really be in the flow and let it come through, which is, as you well know, um, a spiritual experience and a, an a experience of, of healing and um, beauty. But the other one is I have to produce something and it has to be good and it has to be liked and all of that. And that it's a creative, it's a killer of creativity. When we get caught up in that and it's understandable, it is good to invite in the kindness and compassion for the mind as it goes through that. But then to see, wow, what really matters here? Um, you know, like, it's not just the, the result, it's also the process. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and, and we don't have to think about it being the Dhamma so much, um, but it is the Dhamma. Mm. You know, it's the same thing that we do in meditation to really let go of all of that becoming. Yeah. And um, invite the spaciousness, the openness. Yeah. Thanks. I'm I'm noticing these little bits of feelings of safety are kind of seeping in as you're speaking, and it feels like as soon as the safety, the feeling of safety is there, I I just step off that track, just immediately. It's mm -hmm. yeah, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. We can give ourselves these Dhamma talks, you know. We already know the themes and the words. And um, yeah, it's, it's interesting to me to like look at Ajahn Chah's biography and see how much he talked to himself and 
played both sides and and really you know like this is this is a way that we can encourage ourselves and then you can also call your nuns if you want <laughs> or your monks <laughs> yeah thank you Lise. jules I just wanted to mention something about um, a kind of negative self-reflection that I find myself getting falling into sometimes of, of comparing myself to other people and in the world and what my expectations are and thinking, you know, what have I done with myself? I haven't fulfilled my potential. I'm not famous. I'm not known for anything. I haven't founded any organizations. I haven't, you know, like a list of things I haven't done. And, um, and I have to, you know, remind myself that, you know, a lot of that that's not a good way to measure the value of my life <laughs> and you know i i have done some kind things through my livelihood i've been helpful to some people it's not in a big way but you know it's been helpful and really you know the best thing i can do is develop my mind and work on being kind to people yeah you know. Yeah, because you know, all that other stuff, it's never enough. Yep. It's never enough. It's not like, oh, now I've made it. <laughs> Sangsara doesn't, doesn't have that, you know, really. Um, yeah, so it's good that you realize that and, and sometimes people want the results of the practice to be some kind of um, thing that shows up in the world. But that's not the place to look for the results of the practice. So if we use world, what the world thinks is success as the measure, it's never gonna be satisfying. You know, like uh, at the time of the Buddha, I think it was Venerable Ratapala when he talked to the king and asked him if, you know, these different questions. And I think part of that was asking, you know, do you know any rich people who are happy, uh, content, or, you know, I mean, talk, check out the billionaires, you know, <laughs> there's never enough by the world's measures. It's only through our spiritual development, the development of our happiness and our kindness and Brahma Viharas and you know our ethics through our through our our ability, amazing ability to call in spiritual energy, just sitting there or go into a sacred space where people have been practicing, whether it's prayer or song, meditation, you know, and feel that energy and know that that's, you know, it's not just feeling something, but it's about the wisdom involved, what really matters.
Yeah. Thank you.